Welcome to the Dames Who Dish podcast. We just did a live. Did you catch us? There were so many people on that live. Did you catch us? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you to my kids for joining. Actually, thank you for... To everybody who joined, we were, you know, we're just kind of winging it. We've never we're done that before. We're not live kind of girls. No. We don't really, we like to kind of fly under the radar, but you know what? This is 2024 and we're going to put ourselves out there more. So we you are. may get sick of seeing us. <laughs> just FYI. <laughs> we're just trying new things, spicing it up a little We've bit. We've been at this five years. We're going to mix it up a little. Okay. We got to talk a little bit about uh, what we talked about on the live because not everybody saw it. So yeah. we were talking about... On Jeff Lewis Live, it was brought to Jeff's attention by a caller that Mercedes was selling the WEN hair care products that she got free from Chaz Dean at some point, and she was selling them on Poshmark. Did you hear Joey Zizek when he said, wait a minute, MJ asked me for my WEN products. No, he did? Yes, he did on the oh, after show. Shit. Or was he on the regular show? No, he, was on the, sure. he was on the regular show. Yeah. Oh, God, MJ. That's a bad look. All Jeff really said about it was like, yeah, no, that won't be happening again. Well, at first he was like, no, 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 MJ wouldn't do it. And all I kept thinking was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, she would. He doesn't know how cheap she is. We know how cheap she is. Well, just by the the clothing that she was selling, I was saying on the live that it was a lot of Forever 21, Fashion Nova, uh, H&M. There were a couple of pieces, maybe. Very, very outdated designer bags and very, very outdated Gucci shoes. Does it say the last time they were on Poshmark? Like, does it say Um, the last sale or anything like that? I just wonder if it was old. No, I mean, it marks the stuff is sold when Mm. it's when it's sold. But But um, when hair care, that's just so tacky. I know. And all different size bottles. And uh, there was quite a bit of when actually. And why would you sell that? I don't get it. I don't either. Like clothing give it to a is friend. a yeah. Clothing is a whole different thing. Even shoes, used shoes. They they were kind of in bad shape. A lot of the shoes too. But you know, people want a pair of Gucci platform stilettos. Mm. That's where to go, I guess. I am way too lazy to sell my shit. I have some good stuff that's in bags in my in my garage, ready to go to Goodwill, because I I don't feel like wasting my time selling them on something my daughter has a, a form you know like a a dress form a dress form she sells a lot of stuff on Poshmark. see well but she has some great stuff she has some good stuff listen if you have a fucking form yes yeah. i'd be selling it too i don't have a form <laughs> she's mine's, got a backdrop. mine's literally yeah. in green bags <laughs> and also i mean they're not that great if they're in green bags but what else do you do with them donate them that's well, mm. oh, oh i guess well. it can be lucrative for some People, yeah, but, but for mateys, mateys, mateys for Mercedes, that's so embarrassing. Well, sell your clothes if you want to sell your clothes, yeah, but, but you don't sell care? stuff you get in a gift bag. No. Give it to a friend. Give it to your mom. Somebody. I don't understand. I don't it's understand. It's embarrassing. So um, somebody messaged us that was on the live too, one of our listeners that brought up, uh, and I listened to it, but it's it's good to talk about too, is what your thoughts are. And I guess Tinks brought it up. Jeff was talking about it today. I can't remember if it was the after show or I think it was the after show show because I didn't finish the after show. Okay. Oh, wait. The main show today was Tom Arnold. I like Tom Arnold. You don't like him? He's um, He's like every guy. 
He's just what Tom Arnold is. I mean, he's just guy? like he's not even like a celebrity type. Oh no, he's like I get a down that. to earth. Just every average guy. He's so fucking hyper. Well, of course I get, he is. I get anxious listening to him. He is, but I I like him. I, I like feel him bad as a person. For what he's going I do through. too. I feel bad. His wife, ex wife, sounds batshit oh, crazy. Ba- worse than Gage. Where we're way worse than Gage. He sounds like he's a really good dad, and he's Definitely. only looking out for his kids. Yeah. But somewhere on Jeff Lewis Live today, either the regular show or the after show, they were talking about birthday parties and if you should pay. So if you are hosting your own birthday party and you invite people, should you pay for those people or should you let them pay their own way? Well, I mean, at a restaurant. We're not talking about at your house, obviously. We're going out somewhere. We've talked about this. If you are inviting someone to a party, you pay. That's it. That's what I say. You don't invite someone and expect them to pay or split the bill or something like that. No, because you have no control over what everybody in that group is ordering. And someone can order a $75 meal and maybe you're having a salad. So then you're paying for that person's meal or wine or whatever. And I totally agree. And if you, what I wouldn't do was go to a very high-end restaurant and then invite people that I don't think could afford it or... I I don't even know that I would go to a high end restaurant and expect people to to well, pay but their way. But yeah. no, no. I think if you say, "Hey, we're gathering for drinks for so and so's birthday," that's different, right? But if but if you're doing the inviting, yeah. If it's my birthday and I'm inviting you to dinner, right? Now, there's also a weird thing where you feel as the invitee, should I pay for your dinner because it's your birthday? That's weird That's, too. Then you invite them to dinner for your like, yeah, hey, yeah. I'll take you to dinner. I'll take you birthday. to dinner. I know, but I just think that people are cheap and they want to have a party for themselves. They want people to shower them with gifts and they don't want to pay for them. It's like a wedding. You don't invite all these people to your wedding and then go, you got to pay for the wedding. <laughs> you got to pay to sit down. <laughs> That's not how it works. Come to my wedding. Please, please come. By the way, you know, submit payment. BYO. <laughs> Entry fee is $75 per person. Yeah, that would be cheap nowadays. Oh, for sure. What did they say on Jeff Lewis? I think they were uh, aligned with what we're Whose saying. Whose birthday was it? Um, was it I think just they were just general? speaking in general mm-hmm. terms. So what Shane said was, if I'm getting together and I'm saying, hey, we're going out, we'll go to High Tops or somewhere inexpensive and... Maybe you go to the dinner. Maybe you only invite a select few to go to the the expensive dinner right. and then just other people to meet for drinks. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. I think if you can't afford it, you don't you do don't an do expensive it. dinner. Right. Was Shane thinking that he wouldn't have to pay? No, he was saying for his, like if it were his birthday. Right. Would he, he would say, assume hey, he'd pay? Let's go get apps and drinks. And yeah, I think he was saying okay. he would pay. Or he'd get the apps and everybody else would right. buy their own drinks. Or you you. Put it out there what's expected. Before. I'm, before. Exactly. Come to this thing. I'm covering the drinks. You guys buy your food. Something like that. Right. Yeah. I yeah. think I think there's, you have to put it out there what's expected. For sure. Yeah. It was an interesting. Yeah, that is. Interesting topic. Yeah. So Nick Vial had his baby. You know how I love Nick Vial. You love him. <laughs> the baby is very cute. I saw a picture. <laughs> Very cute. However, there's always going to be a however with Nick Vial. This has nothing to do with this beautiful baby. He was doing this big thing. I have on the most iconic actress. It's Denise Richards. And That's he acts what he said? Like, he acts like Denise Richards hasn't been seen or out or been doing interviews <laughs> since the 80s. It's like Denise is on Jeff Lewis all the fucking time, Nick. 
iconic actress. She was in that new Yo, Lifetime God. movie, Housewives in the Wild or something. So something interesting about that, Housewives in the Wild. She's in it. It shows a picture of Nini like walking onto a plane. Does Nini get killed off because she's never seen in the rest of the preview? No, I know. Yeah, I don't know. I think she was a last minute little add on there to get housewives be. to watch, housewife but, fans to watch. Um, iconic housewife or a, iconic actress. She was actress. a Bond girl, Gina. Okay, I'll give her that. And then she was in that other iconic movie with- um, You're using the word iconic. With Denise Richards. I so know. you and Nick are in the same spot. Well, I mean, it was an iconic movie. I don't know if she was iconic, but she played that- that really sexual scene oh, with, yes. what's her name? With Nev Campbell. Yes. What was the name of that movie? I can't remember. Is it Matt Damon who was in that? No, no, no. It was Rob Lowe? No. No. Who was it? Who was the guy? I don't know, but that Shit. was a big. Oh, no, that was big. That she was, was a big movie. I would I would go as far to say as Denise Richards was a really good actress when she was younger. Now when I see her in things, it's so bad. You think Housewife? Is it overacting? Is it supposed to be overacting because it's a Lifetime movie? I mean, do you intentionally overact? <laughs> <laughs> it is Housewives in the Wild or whatever. So yeah, how maybe. realistic can it be? <laughs> Very. It's just this Nick thing trying to still get into the realm of Housewives world. Let's have somebody on from the Housewives. Denise Richards. Okay. It's like, well, he's pushing hard to get into the oh, housewife's world, is. and he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about half the time. Does he even know she's not a housewife any longer? <laughs> that she was a guest of? It's really annoying when people like us have been watching all of these reality TV shows from the beginning. Yes. And we've been doing this podcast for five years, talking about the shows that we've been watching mm-hmm, from mm-hmm, the beginning. Mm-hmm. And because he has a very well-known podcast, he feels like he can pop in mm-hmm. and just start covering stuff. And I take offense. Did you see, speaking of Nick Vial, that he commented. So did you see this whole Caitlin Bristow thing where she came out saying that she thought she may be asexual? asexual? That's all I read. So Jason Tardick was uh, somewhere on the beach with a surfboard with another guy a friend or something and Nick Vial commented on Jason's post this doesn't look very asexual to me something to that effect kind of shading Caitlin Bristow so do they not like each other uh, they did they were friends I thought See, interesting Nick shades everybody he doesn't give a shit <laughs> he does not. he's the one who was talking about Joey also thinking that when Joey saw the picture of Gypsy Rose and he said is it Ruth Ginsburg God, I wish he didn't say that. He was calling Joey kind of a bimbo. Himbo, himbo. Well, how do you not? I mean, Ruth Ginsburg. I mean, you don't know that (laughs) Gypsy Rose. It's also the picture. It was a picture. They showed a picture of Gypsy Rose. (laughs) And he said (laughs) Ruth Ginsburg. Was Gypsy Rose wearing a robe? (laughs) I mean, maybe. (laughs) I don't care. That's embarrassing. No, but Joey. Joey's so cute. He's all looks. He's all looks. (laughs) Um, I feel like we already talked about this. Yeah, but. just a shout out to Chef Mark who yeah who got us straight on the whole Meryl Street <laughs> her children, her three <laughs> daughters, who they are, and one son. And now we know that Mamie Grace and Louisa are the daughters of Meryl Streep and yes, one is on the Gilded Age. No, but what he was saying is there was two that were at the Grammys, but right. the one from the Gilded Age was not was one not that there. was there. Correct. But she is also blonde. <laughs> Yes. And he then knew our, a lot about it. He knew a lot. And then our other listener, Karima, she messaged us about Mia's boyfriend. Because you know how we were saying, is he a rapper? Yeah. 
at Macy's. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> and she sent me the interview that Mia's boyfriend, who's known as Incognito, he did a, a podcast with Carlos King, and he's a Atlanta-based radio personality. So, okay. And they've known each other since high school. They dated way back when, and now they've reconnected. So the rumor was that she was dating this, you know, rapper and all this stuff. And really, she's just back with somebody that she was with before. Yeah, and he's in the music scene. So maybe that's where, like his radio show, I think, is a music-based radio show. So, so they're probably close to the same age then. Yeah. Okay. They so went, they this, actually, I think, went to high school together. It's not this big sugar daddy no, that no. the media was... And I don't think he has a lot, that much money. He also said that he knows Gordon. They all get along well. They're Mia, he thinks Mia's just amazing, of course, because he's in love with her. But he says she does everything for those kids. He wants She wants to make everything okay for the kids, which... I think that seems about right. Yeah. I think she does. I mean, from what we know and what we can see, who knows? <laughs> All right. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. This is kind of Sutton season, don't you think? Yes. I mean, everything is revolving around Sutton. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it. Mm-mm. No, she's funny. She's quirky. And when they, you know, let the ashes of Merce go and it went all over everybody, doesn't that happen every fucking time? Oh, I know. <laughs> First of all, there could be no wind and you're throwing ashes and they're going to fly and everywhere. And suddenly they're, yeah, they were in Garcelle's hair and on her clothes and in Kyle's mouth. And I mean, I, I, I can't even imagine. I, that would kind of freak me out. Yeah. That would freak I, me I out. I always wonder, is it really their ashes? I mean, do we really know? It's illegal. So do you think that, the, yeah, the but maybe they got a maybe her? they got a permit or something. You really think they got a permit? I'm, I would think so. I don't think so. When they were in the van on the way to do the ash thing, and Trevor is talking about the men he's dating, whatever who they're attracted to, somebody asked what a bear was, and freaking <laughs> Erica chiming in, knowing every single thing about the gay community. She knew it all. Oh, now when Garcelle told the story that. I forgot she had a podcast. She had Andy on. She had Andy on and asked if he was a top or a bottom. And he said he's a a strong, power, powerful top. A yeah, power top. Power top. And then somebody else on her show said, well, I'm a, I'm a blouse. And she said, what's that? She said, a feminine top. <laughs> <laughs> Which is cute. I just think that's a funny little well, thing. Well, I would be disappointed if Erica didn't know what a bear was and a I cub. I know what a bear. Everybody, yeah, everybody knows, knows that. Well, not everybody. Not everybody in that van. They seem so naive. Don't they all have gay friends? That's what I thought. Hmm. Oh, but then I saw that all these things are like, Andy's reaction to Garcelle outing him as a powerful top. It's he like, talks about it ta- all the time. Yeah, and it was on a podcast, you idiots. I didn't click it, you fucking clickbait. <laughs> You're not getting me. No, he talks about it on his radio show. <laughs> he he's probably talks about it on Watch What Happens Live. Did you watch him with Darren, Chris? Darren, Chris? Oh, No. He was flirting so hard. Darren Chris is straight. He's straight and married. Yeah. Yeah. He plays a gay character all the all time. All the time. But Andy was flirting with oh, him so hard. He's cute. Is he in a new Ryan Murphy show? He's movie? In, no, he's on Broadway. Little Shop oh, of Horrors. Okay. And Alan Cumming was there as well. Oh. I love, love Alan Cumming. You know I saw Alan Cumming. In real In life? New York. When? He played in Cabaret. Me and Dan oh. were in New York years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's he's great. He's such a good character. Him. We'll get into traders in a minute. Love that Kyle can't pass up a shopping, anything, any street shopping, junk, it, crap. It sounds She's like a problem. I think it is a problem. It sounds like a real problem. When they show her at her house, she has all this aloe stuff that she's going through. I mean, Gina, you just said to me, 
your little phone was ringing, ringing because the Amazon truck is coming uh, up to uh, your. Yeah. Uh, well, Amazon, not aloe. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's a difference. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I got my son an aloe hat for Christmas. It's he very to work popular. Out. 50 bucks for a fucking yeah. baseball cap. Well, they have an outlet in Palm Springs. Just Ooh. FYI. All right. Well, next time um, I'm there. But a lot of people. So Sandoval was wearing an aloe baseball cap I too. I saw that. Are they, they're all getting sponsored by this or something? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. So Kyle admits to us, not to the ladies at this point, but in her interviews, she was saying that she's not sure if her marriage will survive. And she doesn't, she's not ready to tell those ladies this yet. No. And it sounds like Mo isn't making time for her, that he's Mm-mm. busy with the business and he's traveling all the time. And, you know, her kids are grown. I think well, Portia's like 16. Yeah, but she acts like Portia's a baby still. Well, I think two or three of them live at home. They Portia, do. They work for Mo. Those two yeah. Those two middle girls look exactly like I can hardly tell them <laughs> apart. <laughs> I know. Is his show going to be coming out on Netflix yeah. again? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's true because they talked about her filming for it. Remember they showed a scene where he asked, can you be filming yeah, at and this she's time? Like, yeah, no, I can't. I can't do it. Oh, it's too she's late. Really, she's really uh, stepping away. So when they did the ash thing, they all threw their lays into the Mm -hmm. water. And what did you think about that? I mean, I thought it was sweet until Erica got up there and was like, you You know, bitches, I basically (laughs) forgive all of you who put me through hell the last year. I mean, that was like, I'm trying to let go of the hurt that you bitches put me through. Yeah. The only one that apologized was Crystal. Yeah. And she appreciated it. I do think Crystal is the most empathetic of those ladies. I think so. I think so. The the dynamic between Dorit and Kyle is very off. There very is, off. I feel like there is no dynamic. Even when after the trip, she goes over to the house, Dorit's begging for some information. Just, God, tell me something. Well, Nothing. She gave her a little bit, but not much. Not much at all. You know, there was a lot that happened on this trip that they didn't show. They showed like as a behind the scenes thing, the dancing, them doing, you know, practicing for the flamenco dancing. And that the, the dancing scene was like, why? It was embarrassing. Why? Why didn't you not cut that? It was nothing. Also, those flamenco shows are so good. And then they end up going. There's there's so many throughout Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> that you can go to intimate ones and you can go to ones like theirs that are all for the tourists, that they give you the food, they give you the wine. And I thought that was kind of chintzy that they did one like that for them. They could have done a private one. And the guy that was doing the flamenco mm-hmm. dancing, I wasn't impressed. They're usually pretty hot. They always have the long hair because they're supposed to be pretty sexy. I, I have seen some that are, we've got, we got, we've gone to flamenco <laughs> quite a few times. <laughs> Embarrassingly, <laughs> they didn't even really show them dancing. No, no, it was like a couple and they, claps, and they, they were showed done. the guy, and they didn't show the girl at all. The huge part of it is the girl well, dancing, of course, with the dresses and the yeah. flowers and the whole thing. Mm. That was kind of lame. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't show the woman at all. No, I I read that they basically cut a whole day out. Why would of they filming. do that? Why? I don't know. I mean, I guess the trip is kind of boring. Well, yeah, everybody's getting along. Everybody's happy. Oh, that's why. There's no drama. Hmm. Dorit the PTSD, like, she's got real issues. Maybe that's just her storyline. She she was flexing her Spanish oh, capabilities. That was fucking so much. hilarious. Where actually Kyle can speak Spanish pretty well. Well, yeah. But what was she doing? I mean, we know she can speak. Is she Italian? What does she speak? Where I think she, she speaks Italian. 
Um, I thought French. Hebrew? Oh, maybe Hebrew. And Spanish. But it was so funny. Like she was just saying fucking little phrases. And, well, uh, they were asking about the cocktail. Do you mm. know how to do this toast? And she starts reeling off and he's like, no, that's not it. So <laughs> funny. Like repeat after me, please. So when they got home, are we done with? Yeah, we're done. In Barcelona. Yeah. When they got home and Kyle was talking to Dorit and she was saying that she's, you know, doing some therapy and that Mo is starting to join for therapy. And she's like, how's that going? She's like, oh, you know, I don't know. It's like, wow. What does that mean? It means that she's not into it. He's not into therapy. No. He's good just letting things go. And it kind of sounds like she's checking the box but she may not be well in it either the uh, the not not arguing or fighting in front of the kids i understand you don't want to have you know yelling screaming crazy fights when you know the kids are around but you need to have adult conversations and conflict and conflict resolution otherwise these kids don't know how to even have a healthy relationship yeah i don't believe in sheltering kids from i mean like you said you don't want to be throwing things yeah screaming at your spouse but Every once in a while, you know. Yeah. Well, in our household, it's not every once in a while. We have very healthy conversations. You know, we literally talk it out. Yeah. There's out loud for everyone to hear. (laughs) (laughs) My kids actually said to me once, or my oldest daughter, she's like, you know, I I think I I was sheltered. Like I don't remember you guys ever fighting or arguing. And I'm like, what what household did you grow up in? (laughs) That's good though. But I mean, she was exposed to it, but she doesn't have a memory. It's not like, oh, they were fighting all the time. It's healthy conversation. I mean, it's lively. Lively and loud conversation in our house. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we have lively and loud conversations with you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, all four of us are lively and loud people. (laughs) We are. So funny. And we usually end up laughing at the end. (laughs) After a good part. After a few curse words and cocktails. Cocktails and curse words. That could be, that should be the name of our new show. Cocktails and curse words. Yes. I like it. All right. Did you watch Married at First Sight? I did. They did the couples weekend. Um, (sighs) Michael and Chloe, they're finishing up on their honeymoon. They moved in together and they're going to be joining the couples weekend. How are you feeling about Michael and Chloe? I love Michael. Chloe's batshit. (sighs) She has a lot of issues. A lot of issues. And I think she's trying to act like... It's all good. Everything's fine. I'll get through it. Mm-hmm. Everything's good. Take him one day at a time. It's like freaking turmoil. We should have known when the first night she was waking up in the middle of the night with anxiety attacks. Yeah, that's and pretty bad. People don't wake up with anxiety. I mean, like, I've never heard of that before. Not waking up. Waking no. up. Like, I wake up and have a lot of things on my mind, but I'm not like, <laughs> night terrors. Night terrors. <laughs> they were seeing each other's apartments, and she had this really pretty necklace he's like oh my god I'd love to wear that sometime how would you feel about that would that be weird for you well I mean for me yes that is not my cup of tea no I know also but imagining Troy walking around with your earrings and a necklace on would be very funny he doesn't even wear his wedding ring and remember (laughs) but there's nothing really about him that um, presents as feminine to me no but she kept using that she kept saying it and that bothered me he's taking it well we live in California. It's a vibe. I yeah. mean, it's an eclectic way of dressing. We would see somebody, you know, a guy walking down with big they wear pearls. pearls. It, yeah. We wouldn't even think twice about, no, no. about it. Mm-mm. So maybe where she's from, she doesn't 
see it. Well, or... he grew up in L.A. Yeah, which explains a lot. I just think he's so cool. He's, he's so artsy, understanding, he's so nice. So nice. He's mature. Um, I think she's just not used to it. She's not used to it, but how long is it going to be before he just snaps? Because I think she's batshit. I don't think he will snap, but I think her true colors may come out. She kept referring to him as like, I'm not used to, you know, dating men that wear skirts. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, you know. It's, and, there, and there's another skirt and there's another skirt. Yeah. You have three of them. It's shorts with a flap or whatever. Yeah. Still, again, not my thing. But <laughs> but, but that's good his for him. style. Yeah. He's like, well, that's me. I'm accepting you for you. This is me. And he's not going to change it. And I like it. He did cut his hair in the after show. We saw that. He looks so much the better. The hair is so much better. I still can't figure out if they're still together or not. They... Acts. It's hard to tell in the after show if they're still together. I think she's having a hard time because he really is everything that she wants in a man with the exception of his appearance. Don't right. you think? I think so. And and that being like her thinking he could be a little more feminine. I think she's like, I'm used to a man's man. But she wants the heart of him and his compassion but she wants a man's man even pastor cow was like is this gonna be a problem for you because he is different this is the way he is and she's like yeah i'm just gonna take it one day at a time we'll work on it he said in the after show that they are very sexually attracted to each other they walk around the house naked i yeah maybe that's why he cut his hair maybe she maybe she wanted him to wanted him to but it does look better it looks a lot better. So this Becca and Austin thing, when he got out of the bed, that was so weird. Although he did explain uh, he it on the after it, show. Although I'm kind of thinking now you're not. He was drinking. Yeah. He didn't seem that drunk. But they even uh, the one in the after show, the girl said you were wasted. Yeah. And that he was like banging against the wall walking. And he was. I didn't realize he was in this famous Broncos, Broncos player house. player's house that he knew it was his house and he had this thing of like I gotta go sleep in that bed that wasn't made clear she said I have no idea why he got out of bed didn't he say to her I've got to go sleep in that main bed I think he, of course did. he did I think he did and I think he explained why yeah and he said um, you can come if you want that that was what he shouldn't have said he should have just said come, come let's with do me. it come with me this will be so fun come but he doesn't want to have sex with her that's why he didn't say that <sighs> They, every time they go and they try to have this romantic night and it blows up. I know. Because he's not, not into it. When. They really do seem to like each other a lot. I think he really likes her. I just don't know that he's sexually attracted to her. Hmm. Because something is going on with him. Something's going on. And you can't say it's the and cameras. I like it. No, but I like him a lot. So I, I just too. can't figure it out. We'll see. I, I still have no clue if they're still together or not. Emily and Brennan, this was intense. That was scary. And I have to give it to Brennan because he did stay with her. He was putting pressure. She had blood everywhere. I I don't know where. I mean, when they took off that bandage, it was oozing. But I don't know from where. I think it was her head. Definitely her head. But he took that helmet off. He was right there with her. That was scary watching that. I mean, she was like, am I going to be okay? And then we found out in the after show, they said that she couldn't see out of her eye. She didn't even know if she... Could have lost an eye or whatever. She had no idea. She's very accident prone, apparently. Yeah. But God, when she is on the after show, she is such a she was, bitch. She was so mean, especially Again, to the Austin. second time she was I, a bitch. Both times. And she's very rude to um, Keisha. Keisha. 
Very rude. I wonder if Keisha thinks she's rude. Oh, of course she does. <laughs> she's not well, going to take that shit from Why is she so her? rude to Keisha also? I don't know, but she has a total attitude. She The faces that she makes and she's rude to the other guests. She's just a bit. Claire's my problem with Claire. Yes. I think that Claire would like us to believe that she is very concerned about Cameron and that she really wants him to be there when she doesn't really give a shit. She wants to go have a good time at this retreat and... I don't really think she's all that concerned about Cameron. She admitted that it's really easy for her to be there because Cameron's not there. It would be more awkward probably if he was there because they're not together any longer. But I think she does care about his health. We haven't heard an update about Cameron. It makes me nervous. I think he's probably okay. I'm sure he's going to be at the reunion. I hope so. I think so. He's over her though. He's like, stop fucking calling me. You don't have to check in on me. I'm good. I'm fine. Is she really checking in though? I think, I think she two is. Sides to the story. No, I think she's checking in too much. But it's a, to be able to say she's checking in. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you have Orion and Lauren. And if you listen to mm. Lauren on the after show, she's like, I'm over it. Cause she this- looked exhausted on the after show. Didn't oh, she? Totally. Even when she came into the house and he was there, and he was like, Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing her. And his smile, like looking, and she was like. Nope. Because no. she knows it's all bullshit. It's bullshit. And that we saw the scenes for next week. And he's like, I really want, you know, I miss this. And she's like, nope. Yeah. Not going to happen. No, you he's, don't. He's fake. He's a liar. And he's doing it for the cameras. And he wants to come off looking good. And you look like a piece of shit. Well, now we know. I mean. Now she, we know. She told us. So now we know. I kind of like Lauren with Michael. Yeah. If me it too. doesn't work out with Chloe. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Because she even said, I'm used to guys, some guys I dress, you know, they dress like this and stuff. I'm used to that. Right. I think that would be a good combo. I'm, I am I can't wait to see where it goes with Chloe because I think something's going to happen with I her. I do too She's because just... remember I told you that it seems like the girls don't like her very much now. Yes. So I, I wonder if she turns. Yeah. Well, they they show up at the house next weekend, so that'll be fun to see them interact with the rest of the group. Well, maybe that will be telling. Yeah. We can see why the girls don't like her. Okay. Well, we have to talk traitors, Gina. I was shocked. About Peter. That Peter didn't take it. Not just shocked, disappointed. Well, I don't understand his his thought process because I understand the loyalty part. But you know, the minute you say no, target and Phaedra are going after you. But even if they don't, if he has to play that game do I say that they contacted me? Because if you do, then it could mean you really are a traitor and you're trying to pretend like you aren't a traitor. It just puts a target no matter what. So take it, be a traitor, and help them win the fucking game. Yeah. It would have been great. Yeah, he I did. think he blew it. He's playing, a, he's not playing a good game. He's the smartest because he knows exactly who they are. He knows that Phaedra is and he knows that Parvati is. Well, he, he knew Parvati for sure, but this last episode, he also mentioned Phaedra yeah so he knows it's both of them the question is how is he going to talk everybody else into I think Parvati will be easy but I'm not sure about I don't know I think Parvati's playing it well too like oh you hated me so much what happened why do you think I'm a traitor you know like I you'd be gone if I was a fucking traitor you know stuff like that I think she's doing well she's she's under the gun she's got to play it safe she's got to do whatever she can to make him look like a traitor well, how about when Pete came into the room where Parvati and Phaedra were having a little chit chat? 
how smart of Phaedra to just go, I'm not doing this. I'm, this isn't I'm out. Me. I'm out. This makes me uncomfortable. That was smart of Phaedra. Very smart. So Pete's blowing it with his little posse of guys. Yes. And girl and Trishel. He's having private meetings telling people they can't come in, immediately alienating those others. So then, of course, Sandra, that's her game. She's like, look at how many they have. Look at how many we have. We've got to play against them. Somebody in there, chances are, is a traitor. I'm like, oh, Sandra, you're so wrong. But I love this. So when they did that outside area, oh, the game was fun, too. It was a good game. Them snatching them up. Oh, I was dying. I literally was laughing out loud. (laughs) Do you think some of them were really in there? I don't feel like Phaedra's really in there. I feel like they wouldn't have done that to her. Like, I can't handle it. Really? Yeah, I don't know. The way it was filmed, they were in there. And then when, yes, yes that it wasn't really them. Right. But but fucking Bergie and, <laughs> Bergie and, and uh, Pete were in that mush. They were really in that mush. That was gross. When they, when Alan says there'll be no round table this evening, let's go outside. I'm like, oh, this is good, fun, new. We haven't seen this yet. With Kevin and Sandra having the shields, they got to pick the per- first person to save. Why in the world did they pick Sheree? What was the thought of process? all people, they picked Sheree. Is it because Sheree is useless, harmless, and it, she's just an easy... Pe- like, why Sheree of all people? Kevin is on the side... Like, they're both on different sides. Kevin's on the side of Pete. Yeah. And Sandra's on the other side. But why Sheree? Why not MJ? It's, no. And MJ then, didn't get oh, picked. Oh, and that would be horrible. Horrible. Do you think it's a possibility that MJ goes home? It sounds like they're saying MJ or Trish, uh, Trishel. That's a tough one. Do you think Bergie? Why wouldn't they send Bergie home? Yeah, Bergie could probably go. I think Bergie's actually the biggest threat of the people that are left to have to vote off. He's probably the biggest threat, but you have to play smart. If you vote off Bergie, they know, oh, it's you two because you're trying to get Peter's people. Right. So if you don't vote Bergie and vote somebody random like, I mean, fucking get MJ. MJ's like nothing. MJ's, she's not doing she's anything. She's not doing anything. No. She was so pissed. <clears throat> I would be too. That would be horrible to be the person not picked. Phaedra played that well. When Sheree picked her and she started fucking crying. I know. Well done. God, she's good. She's so fucking. She is made for this show. Okay, so I looked up the CT and Trishel history because I knew they, they were had not history a long friends, time ago. Right? They had an issue. Mm-hmm. Never friends, never dated. She was on Real World uh, 2002 in Vegas. He was 2003 in Paris. So they weren't even on the same Real World. But then they started doing the challenges, and they were never even paired up. They didn't. Even, they never liked each other. And then at one point. Trishel was in, I think it was 2013, she quit the season of the challenge because of him, because she said he was toxic, he broke a glass, she she was saying he did it on purpose, and she stepped on it and cut her foot, and she was like, he's horrible to women, he treats women horrible, she went on an interview and said all this mean stuff about him. Now that was in 2013, they have since had conversations, you know, he's, he's changed. Yeah. And so they've kind of came together, was like, oh my god, we're adults now, you've changed, I've changed. Let's move on. So she felt this like reconnection with him. So when he didn't pick her. She was pissed. She was so pissed. She was really pissed. Yeah. And she was like, I thought thought you trusted me. I thought we we're starting over. That's why I had to look up their real history. Because I was like, did they date before? And they're like, no. But God, God it's so good. good. Traders what, is good. Eight or nine episodes in already. I know. Dan goes, he was started watching it with me, you know, last two episodes. And he's like, is this ever going to end? I said, shut up. Like, I hope it doesn't end. <laughs> Who cares? He goes one off every time I go. Actually, there's two off. 
every time. Just this time, no, because, you know. mixed it up. Will they try to recruit? Will they have an opportunity to recruit another trader? I mean. So here's the thing. How many episodes are there? I don't know. If Parvati gets voted out, which she probably will, they don't know how many traders are left Mm because they could have recruited one. So they could think there's two traders left. If Phaedra's smart, I think she should stay the only trader because then she's winning that money on her own. Yeah. Does she need help? She could just pick people off randomly. I think she yeah. just does it on her own. Can you imagine one. she does it on her own? I think it would be easier to have somebody to talk things through and then it's not all you. Right. But, but that person that you're talking to can also rat you be out. your enemy That's right. at some point in the game. And, and should be your enemy if you want to really win. Right. It's crazy. And Parvati, there's no love loss, I don't think, between her and Phaedra because Parvati is all out for herself. So she Phaedra, is not. Well, Phaedra yeah, did, they both are. And also, Phaedra could not have saved Parvati. I mean, there's no way she should have saved her in that little no. lighting thing. No, no, no. no. But when um, Pete didn't accept, and <laughs> Phaedra goes, this could be your last meal. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, uh, you're gone. She's good. Her you're one-liners out. are good. <laughs> All right. That's it. It's a wrap until next week. Yeah. We'll have one podcast next oh, week. Oh, yeah. We're only going to have one. Anne's on vacation. I'm going again. on vacation. Well, we'll have one podcast next week. Nothing the following week. Yeah. So much for our two-day a week <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we started with a bang. We're doing things different this time. <laughs> We're going on vacation. <laughs> Keeping you guessing. Uh, anyway, we're watching the Super Bowl. Go Niners. Yeah, go Niners. Fingers crossed. It's going to be really fun or like really fucking depressing at your Super Bowl party. I know. Oh, Let's well. hope it's really fun. It'll be fun. Well, the party will be fun. It's always fun in the beginning. It's always so exciting. And then halftime comes and everything's like, wah, wah, well, wah. Uh, it's going to be wah, 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 because you know who this Super Bowl halftime entertainment is? Uh, yeah, it's um, Usher. Usher. Who cares about Usher? I mean, that was like, a so long ago they always pull yeah is he gonna have he, they said he's gonna have spe- they always have special guests well somebody said oh justin bieber might join him is that okay like, is that <laughs> like uh, I don't we're know. running out of uh big names <laughs> iconic names I mean, come on they were all at the grammys yeah can't do can't do super bowl and the grammys i know well all right have, have a, a good, good week. weekend see you next week bye bye there is nothing like a day nothing there is nothing you can name that is anything like a name.